Ladies and gentlemen, this is WTBR 89.7 FM Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Okay, before we get started, I have to do something because I, it made me lose sleep last night. So I'm I'm going to have to publicly apologize to you. Me? To you. This is a very emotional moment. <laughs> this is this is yesterday or last week when we were doing the program I called you a Karen. A Karen. Okay. And you didn't know what that was. No. And and that's okay, but if you ever really looked into it and found out, you would have been insulted. <laughs> so it's a pejorative term, and I apologize because you are not that type of person at oh, all. Okay. She is a sweet lady. She's very, very gracious, and she would never, ever call the police on anybody that wasn't warranted or, or condemn anybody to anything or whatever. She's just a lovely calm kind person <laughs> so i apologize for putting her in that arena she is not a karen well and i forgive you however i had no idea what a karen was <laughs> i did not look it up okay um so it, I, it's, it's it's all good yeah okay it's all good thank you but i am a blonde <laughs> I think I and was. You're white and you're I middle was. aged, but I, I still, <laughs> I've been many shades of blonde. There should be a book, the Fifty Shades of Blonde. There you go. Oh my God! Oh, I that can would see be it hilarious. A that would be hilarious. Oh. The Fifty Shades of Blonde. I've probably had fifty. Oh, you got to write it. You got to write mm-hmm. it. I've definitely had fifty. As I think most people. So, hey, I'm Lynn. And I'm Bev. And together we are Stuff. Stuff. And we're here today to bring you lots of great things. And we are coming to you through WTBR 89.7 FM, which is Pittsfield Community Radio. And we they love let it. us do this. Yeah. And we are so happy. How many years now? Two or three? Three or four? Five or six? <laughs> I don't know. We were doing this in at another time. station a long time ago, yeah. and then we switched again and yeah. just couldn't yeah. stay away from it. No. Oh, no. No. Like we've said, we would. I would do this every day. I know you're real busy. Uh-huh. But I would do this every day. And she'd be funny every day. I, I wouldn't be funny without you. <gasps> oh, this is such an emotional show. <laughs> We're digging deep down. Bear with us, folks. <laughs> We're digging deep down. All right. True or false? True or false. Yes. At U.S. President Andrew Jackson's funeral in 1845, his pet parrot had to be removed. Why? Doesn't Just, say. No. True okay. or false. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are five, and no looking this up in the meantime. There are five red stripes in the United States flag. 
true or false? Hmm. You know, I'm, you, you try to picture it. Yeah, I know, but don't look it up because I know you got your phone there. Yes, I won't. You can see, you can see me. <laughs> you, you can, unless I bend over and try to do it on the floor. So it's U.S. U.S. and U.S. President Andrew Jackson's parrot removed from, from this funeral. funeral. Yeah, yeah. And are there five red stripes? Uh, the American flag. Okay, before we get started, I just have to mention what we talked about in the lobby this morning when we came in. <laughs> so I got a new bed, and we got talking about beds, and then it, it evolved into this conversation about what was the first TV show that mm -hmm. had a couple sleeping in the same bed. Yep. So we talked about I Love Lucy, where they were in twin beds. We talked about... Um, new Heart. New Heart, we don't, we don't remember, with Dick Van Dyke. They were in twin beds. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. someone here... Some genius. ...poked his head in and said... <laughs> the most outrageous thing <laughs> that made me laugh... The Munsters. Is that not... In, that's funny. That the is Munsters. funny. I don't ever remember seeing the Munsters in bed. I do. I do. I do. She slept on the left and he slept on the right. So was she fully made up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. She was wearing the dress that she wore every time. <laughs> and he was in his suit. Oh, okay. no. I think I, I saw him I've, in his pajamas. You know what? I can remember seeing him in pajamas. Yeah. You yeah. say pajamas or pajamas? What did I just say? I don't remember. <laughs> but I know it's pajama or pajama. I would say pajama. You gotta say pajama. Yeah. I think when I talk to my granddaughter, I say pajamas. Go put your pajamas on. Go put your pajamas. <laughs> now, see, when I talk to my cats, I talk like that. Yes, you do. You tell them to go put the pajamas on. <laughs> no, I just talk to them in that kind of voice. My husband hates it. Well, they're your babies. He's just going to yes, have to live with are. them. Yes, they are. So, so that was an interesting little conversation. We had that was a fun. Lot of laughs. Yeah. So yes, and I did get a new bed. We finally got a king size bed. Oh gosh. Everybody needs it. Uh, yeah, because we talked about the thing that I, uh, other than snoring, which we all deal with, it's the rolling over and having someone's face facing your face. Well, it's, it's, so, it's what do you call it, private space? Yeah, yeah, you're room. in my space. And yeah, the yeah. Re breathing of the hot air. Oh, yeah, you're breathing. As long as you, and, yeah. do you get bad breath too? Well, then the night, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> but But mostly it's the hot the hot feeling of breath coming at my face, and I actually get ticked off. Oh where my I want to shove him, or and it's not his. It's not his fault. You can put a pillow between you. The pillow. It would suffocate. We have so him. many pillows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we we are not short on pillows. It's so funny because we got the new bed and we got new pillows with it, and you have your old pillows, and there's something inside me that just doesn't want to let go. No. It, 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 they're your pillows. I have stuffed animals. Then you don't want to let go. I, 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 I went overboard on stuffed animals, I'm afraid to say. My little inner child just couldn't be helped, and now they're in the way. In the bed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, my favorite one right now is, is called Comfort, which is a bunny rabbit, because when I get stressed, I can squeeze her, and it feels good. And... <laughs> I also have Eeyore. 
She has Eeyore. I love Eeyore. Uh, Eeyore was so cuddly and cute. <laughs> One time I said to my husband, we were, we were sitting watching TV, and I said, man, I just got this feeling like I just wanted to have a little puppy that would jump up on my lap, Aww. and I could cuddle it. And I'm feeling this feeling like I just want to cuddle this puppy. Yeah. And my husband got up and got in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> And then for Christmas he got me a, a, a puppy stuffed animal. But was really funny about oh. that. It's the it's the learning kind with the buttons and everything for oh kids. Oh my word! Yeah, not quite what I was expecting, <laughs> but uh, it was a thoughtful thing. I had I had one of those robot cats. Remember when they came out? The, they move. They move and they meow and they blink and, and it's they, they were so special. That's Scared the cadivas out of my cats. Oh, <laughs> did you get that on video? No, unfortunately. Oh, oh, that's creepy. It's still around somewhere. No, somewhere. it wasn't creepy. It wasn't creepy? No. It was cute? Yeah. I'd like to see it's one. It's a little silver kitty cat. It's silver like metal? Uh-huh. It's a metal cat? Yeah. It's made of metal? It had batteries in it. It's a robot? Yeah. Does it have fur? No. <laughs> it's getting creepier all the time for me. <laughs> It was adorable. A little silver metal cat. Yeah. With no fur. Right. That moved. Yeah. Okay. And blinked and oh. talked. Okay. Well, not talked. Meowed. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. What so, do you have to share today? Well, this is going to upset you a little bit. Oh, gosh. So, so you apologized to me and now you're <laughs> going to upset me. According to research, and I went back to, to, to the show that we did last time, bestlife.org, because they are... They have so much good stuff on there. According to research from security firm Semantic, religious websites carry three times more malware threats than pornography sets. Oh, my goodness. Semantic found that the average number of security threats on religious sites was around 115 compared to adult content sites, which carried around... 25. 25. Mm -hmm. They hypothesized that because porn sites need to generate a profit, so there's a financial incentive to keeping them virus-free. Well, you know what? <laughs> Everybody's human. <laughs> not saying it's okay, not saying it's good, but right? I just couldn't believe that when I first saw it. <laughs> okay. So I have a bunch of things that are uh, hilarious things everyone is secretly guilty of doing. Oh, no. So here's one, and I'm sure you've done it. <laughs> Carefully inspecting an item at the grocery store because someone is standing in front of the item that you actually want. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So saying excuse me to a stranger so you can grab a bag of cauliflower rice is an awkward situation you're sometimes just not in the mood for. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So while you're waiting for someone to get out of your way at yeah. the grocery store, yeah. you've spent your sweet time learning everything you can about a jar of gherkins. Oh, that's so funny. And I do that. You just look and you pretend you're looking at the peaches or the mm -hmm. pineapple and you really want the pears and you can't get at them and you just wait. That's true. Yes. And I, and I, I do it mainly because I think, well, if I were in that person's shoes, would I want to be rushed when I was looking carefully for whatever it was I was needing at the moment? 
So I wouldn't want to. I be wouldn't want to be rushed. So I I leave them alone. But I have to say, if someone said to me, "Excuse me, could I just grab that bag of cauliflower rice?" Well, that's happened. I would too. say, yeah, absolutely, of course. Yeah, then get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> she would not say that. <laughs> no, she no, would no, not. No. I would probably get the bag and hand it to them. Okay. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. It's. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have something that really, to me, I just went, wow. You know how through the ages men think sciences belong to men and not women? Mm Mm-hmm. And we've grown up with that stigma, and in some places it still happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Marie Curie, Mm -hmm. a woman, is the only person, the only person, to earn a Nobel Prize in two different sciences. A woman. The pioneering researcher won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1903, shared with her husband, for her study of spontaneous radiation, and then won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1911 for her work in radioactivity. That makes her just one of six recipients to receive multiple Nobel Prizes and the only person to get it in two different sciences. That is incredible. Yep. I wish that there were more. It seems strange. It does seem strange because women, look at the women for NASA. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on, guys, give it a break. Yes, maybe everyone should vote. <laughs> you should put it right out there for a national vote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bet a lot of women would be out there voting <laughs> for sure. Okay, my dear. Yes. Have you ever gotten flustered when you say the wrong thing if someone says bless you when you sneeze? So you sneeze, someone says bless you, uh-huh. while most people would reply thank you. Uh-huh. You get confused in your brain, or, or maybe you just get you're off guard. So you say you too, or you're welcome. <laughs> not, not not for blessing, but for other things. Like, have a good trip. You too. You too. <laughs> have a good flight. You, you too. too. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that for sure. But I have said you too when I've had someone say, God bless you. I have said you too. Wow. And then caught myself and started uh-huh. laughing. And <laughs> that reminds me this morning, my cousin has a birthday, and, and her name is mentioned twice on Facebook, one with a middle name and one without, and it says, these two people are having birthdays today. <laughs> so I wrote to her, and I, happy birthday, you two. <laughs> two gifts. Ooh. Two gifts. Ooh. See what she's doing there? Yeah. See that? Uh, See what uh, she did? Oh, I, okay, Betsy, yep. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your turn. It is. It is. Copper doorknobs. This is, this is fascinating. Copper doorknobs are self-disinfecting. Oh. Copper and its alloys, such as brass, have long been popular materials for manufacturing doorknobs. It turns out this may not just be because the metal's hue makes it look nice. In fact, the material has been found to kill bacteria. According to the National College of Kathmandu in Nepal, the metal ions 
denature protein of the target cells by binding to reactive groups, resulting in their precipitation and inactivation. The high affinity of cellular proteins for the metallic icons, <laughs> ions result in the death of the cells due to cumulative effects in the iron ion within the cells. In other words, brass sterilizes bacteria and copper does the same. That is very interesting, and I wonder if there's copper in the disinfectant sprays. Huh. I don't know. I I'm just think I'm kind of putting it together. Any and chemists out there? Copper doorknobs are beautiful. They are. They are they beautiful. Are. I have a light in my house that has a copper edging around it. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. So I was thinking of stainless steel. You know how they say when you're cutting an onion or a garlic, mm -hmm. rub your hands on your stainless steel faucet, mm -hmm. but that's not the same thing. So, <laughs> okay, <All laughs> just right. thought I'd throw that out there. It is true, you can do that. They yes. even have stainless steel blocks you can buy. If you wear a mask, though, too, you don't cry. Oh, gee, we have. Gee, do we have? <laughs> do I have a mask in my house? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That would be easy enough. <laughs> That's right, because it's your nose. Yes. It's your nose, everybody. The your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I just saw her go cross-eyed for the first time in I don't know how many years. First time ever. Well, be careful. You might see it again. So <laughs> something happens. Yes. What? What? What do you do if you don't feel well? What do you do right away? You check your symptoms on the internet. Oh, web And MD? you convince yourself that you're on death's door. Oh. <laughs> Why do we keep making that same mistake time and time again? You know what a headache might be. It could be a symptom of literally every single fatal disease. <laughs> so don't go running to the Internet to try to diagnose yourself. Sorry for laughing, but Because that's <laughs> you're just going to get panicked. I have this weird disease that I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, fix it. <laughs> yeah. You could go and say you have a runny nose and think Catch you have it. something. <laughs> oh, that was bad. So bad. So don't check your symptoms on the internet. That makes sense. Call your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're there for. <laughs> and they don't like you telling them all these oh. commercials you see on TV. Oh, of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something very touching and poignant. It's a sad fact. I'm getting serious here. The Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco is a site where many suicides take place. However, one California Highway Patrol officer has done more to combat this problem than any other individual. Officer Kevin Briggs, who battles depression himself, has personally talked more than two hundred people down from the proverbial ledge throughout his career. After retiring in 2013, Briggs wrote a book called Guardian of the Golden Gate and now goes on speaking tours to encourage public discussion of suicide and mental illness. That's wonderful. Mr. Officer Kevin Briggs. Look Kevin for his book. Briggs. Guardian yes. of the Golden Gate. That's a great story. When you're in the supermarket and you've paid for something, or you're anywhere and you've paid for something, and there's a line behind you, mm -hmm. do you ever haphazardly shove your receipt and your change and your bills, coins, and everything 
in your wallet or just throw it in your pocketbook because you don't want to hold up the line. Yeah. Yes, that's something a lot of people do. Okay. It's not just you. Okay. It says, who cares if the change is correct? You know that there are carts behind you, and you're not going to be the one holding up the line today, so you just throw it all in. Uh-huh. And I can't stand to put my money like that, but I, I have done that. I've thrown my money in my bag, my grocery I've, bag. Uh, yeah, I've done that, the receipt too. receipt and everything, just tossed mm-hmm. it in there. Because I've already keys. taken up enough time telling the girl that I've got to go run and get applesauce and <laughs> eggs. And saying to the people in line, I'm really sorry, I have to have this because I'm making something... And they just look at you like, move mm, along, buddy. Mm. Oh, no. Pro baseball. Pro baseball. I love this. Once had women players. Way back when? While there are currently no female players in Major League Baseball, there have been plenty of women in professional men's leagues. The first was Lizzie Arlington, who pitched during the ninth inning for the Reading Coal Heavers in 1898 and won her team the game. A little over 30 years later, an African-American woman, Jackie Mitchell, pitched against the Yankees during an exhibition game, striking out both Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. And what's more impressive? She was only 17 years old at the time. Oh. So you'd think because of that, mm-hmm. they would have continued to allow women to play. You'd think. You'd think. Well, it's just... It's <laughs> She's just, really on a roll. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I got to stop because I get so... So, so mm-hmm. you need to do this next thing. What? Have you ever been singing in your car in traffic just <laughs> belting it out you're channeling your inner adele uh-huh, uh-huh. and you're just belting it out uh-huh. there are few greater joys in life than to just belt it out uh-huh, uh-huh. but you now notice there's someone in the other car looking at you <laughs> or you think maybe the car next to you will be pulling up shortly uh-huh what do you do stop <laughs> stop. stop yeah do you ever... I won't look at the person in another t- car either. Do you ever... Okay, so this says, this says, um, especially when you're bored in traffic, you might do this. However, during a heartfelt rendition of Someone Like You, which is Adele, uh-huh. with the windows up, you've gotten so into the zone, you're totally, you totally forgot that other people can see you, <laughs> like the driver one lane over who's having a good laugh about your award-worthy performance. Now... The other thing you could do is you could just roll your window down and sing and see if they join you. Oh, my gosh. I'd be so scared. I would do that. You would do that? I would do that in a heartbeat. I would be so nervous. If they, if I looked and I noticed they were laughing, that window would be coming down and I'd be saying, <laughs> come on, hello, it's you. <laughs> I am going to have to drive by you one day. Oh, I'll be singing. <laughs> I'll be singing. And you know, nobody knows if you mess up the words. That's true. If the windows are up and you're singing. Do you think they can hear you? And nobody knows if you're good or bad. So you could just be belting it out and they might look at you and go, whoa, good singer. (laughs) But they can't hear you, but you look good. Huh. You look like a singer. Huh. Mm. Okay. (laughs) A little dash of nutmeg in a pumpkin pie or on your eggnog can give it some extra flavor and a lovely spicy scent. Agree. Okay. But too much nutmeg, however, can be toxic. 
two to three teaspoons of raw nutmeg, and don't try this at home, two to three teaspoons of raw nutmeg can induce hallucinations, convulsions, pain, nausea, and paranoia that can last for several days. Actual fatalities are rare, but they have happened. Okay. Two to three teaspoons Mm -hmm. of nutmeg. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that you have to ingest them in that quantity or if it's in a cake? I don't know. Because I would say you take a spoon and right because if it's in a if it's in a a baked good, Mm -hmm. you're not getting the whole thing in one piece. Right. So it's almost like it's uh, it could be in small doses could be some kind of a hallucinogen. Isn't that off? Drug. Do you remember just recently they were doing scares like that with, with cinnamon? No. There were kids that were daring other kids to take huge amounts of cinnamon and swallow it. That's hard to do. You're talking it's very about hard powder, it's dry, you could yeah. choke. Yeah, it's terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Don't do it. Don't. No, no, no. No, 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 no. So, so I found some things that uh, are fun things to do in the supermarket. Oh, gosh. So you go to the customer service desk, and you ask where the whisk brooms are, the Vaseline, and the duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) You can also go, and there's a bag of Doritos. You could squeeze them. Just squeeze them. Just see if they're ripe. (laughs) You can... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) These are funny. Um, You... you (laughs) This one. You get one grape. What <laughs> grape? And you go to the service desk and you try to buy it. To the, to the checkout, rather. And you go through the checkout. <laughs> you try to buy one grape. <laughs> I lost my change. Oh, this is all I can afford. Oh, this one's, This is terrible. This one's terrible. Order... This is terrible. Order a dozen <laughs> live lobsters and then set them free throughout the store. <laughs> oh, that's that's, oh that's, that's, that's that's as bad as snakes on a plane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a headache. <laughs> that's a Oh, I better look up my symptom on the Internet. <laughs> oh, my oh, word. Oh. That was good. That oh, was yeah. good. I've got more. Keep going. Bees. Bees. Sometimes sting other bees. No. Bees are notorious for their stings, but humans aren't the only ones who experience this pain in the neck, the arm, or the leg. In protecting their hives from outsiders, some guard bees will stay by the entrance and sniff the bees that come in. And if there's a rogue bee from another hive trying to steal some nectar, the guard bee will bite and even sting the intruder. Isn't that something? Now, that would be a great thing to look up on the internet rather than your headache symptom uh-huh. and see if there is a video of, of a that very thing happening. That yeah. would be very cool to see. What a horror movie that would be. I would have thought that they would be protecting the queen, maybe. Well, probably. That's part of it. Or they're protecting the honey. But I, but this, a bee to bite? A bee bites a bee. That's weird. A bee bites a bee. Did I tell you about the stinging nettle thing that I had on my hands? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I reached down to pull a weed out of my flower thing, and 
I grabbed it and it just pricked my whole hand and so stupid me, what do I do? I grab it again. <gasps> and it was like I had bee stings all over my hand. Oh gosh. It was so painful that I actually said to Mark, I think I need to go to Med Express because I don't know what to do here. This thing was so stingy and I looked up on the internet, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And it had all these natural things to do. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, yeah, but those things, I don't have all that. And some of that that I was trying wasn't working. Uh -huh. And then at the very bottom, it said, if those things don't work, take an antihistamine. So you can bet. I went in and I took an, an antihistamine. Yeah. But stinging, I think it's called stinging nettle. Uh-huh. And they have little, tiny little thorns. You can barely see them. Yes. And when they're in your skin, you can't see them. And there's all this stuff that is in the little, in the little thorn. And you think you got them all out, and you find another? No, I, I couldn't even find them. It said to put, uh, you know, when you when people wax their mustaches or you wax your eyebrows, or yeah, you, to put some of that wax on your fingers and pull it. Well, I was just going to suggest tape, tape, packing tape. Never thought of it because I didn't even know they were in there. Yeah, I couldn't see them or feel them. Oh, it was bad. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> Fill a shopping cart with watermelons. Get more carts and fill them with other heavy products. See if you can barricade another customer <laughs> inside one of the aisles <laughs> with, your, with the cart. What the heck? Okay, that one I wouldn't do. Now, here you... <laughs> That's a weird... <laughs> Listen to this one. <laughs> or Order 10 pounds of corned beef at the deli counter, sliced extra thin. Walk away during the slicing of the final pound, whist whistling. <laughs> why, 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 why? I think you would have to pay for that. You would, that along with the grape. Yes, Support you would have Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, <laughs> providing awnings and canopies in Western Massachusetts. Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at sandrini.com. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct and living caregivers. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC offers more opportunity and less student debt with small class sizes and more than 50 academic programs to choose from. Fall classes begin on September 7th. Apply today at berkshirecc.edu. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. What are you laughing at? I'm reading these. I'm just reading through some of these, and it's just so, there's so things I would love to do. <laughs> so, hey, we're back after our break. Yes. And we're here at WTBR 89.7 FM, mm -hmm. Pittsfield Community Radio. Yes. I almost said television. Well, it's both. And we're going to ask again, is this real or not? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the parrot... Mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson's funeral in 1845, his pet parrot had to be removed. And there are five stripes on, five red stripes in the United States flag. 
Is that true or false? I'm drawing a picture of the flag. <laughs> one of these is true and one is Four, not. Five. Okay. I mean, white. Okay. All right. All right. So here, you can do this. You can go to the supermarket wearing a white lab coat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a, mask, already. a mask and goggles. Oh. Carefully bag some vegetables, holding them at arm's distance, <laughs> shaking your head in disgust, and occasionally taking notes on a clipboard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so bad. Oh, gosh, that, I could do this. Oh, oh, my God. That is such a hidden camera show. That is Lucy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, they're good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the first McDonald's <laughs> drive through was installed in a restaurant based in Sierra Vista, Arizona, located near the Fort Huachica military installation. Military rules forbade the soldiers, or forbade, whatever you want to say, from wearing their military uniforms in public, and I know this to be true. And they weren't about to change into civilian clothes just to grab a burger and run back to base. So restaurant manager David Rich came up with a solution. Cut a hole into the wall and allow members of the military to pick up their orders without stepping out of their car. And the convenience and simplicity of the idea quickly caught on. Great. Don't you love it when people think out of the, the box? Yeah. And I don't mean the French fry box or the Happy Meal box. <laughs> or outside the wall. So did it say, or outside the wall. So what year? Did it say what year? No. That's very good. That's very clever and yep. very helpful. Mm-hmm. Although I don't like McDonald's. No, I'll go to the other I'm, one. I'm so sorry. I know you like the other one. Can we yeah. say it? Well, we said McDonald's. Well, we can say Burger King, I yeah. bet. Okay. <laughs> so you can pay for your order with pennies. Oh, my God. You can pay in postage stamps. No. Yes. Explain that you accidentally grabbed them instead of your food stamps because you were in a hurry to get out of the house oh before your God. alcoholic husband gets home. <laughs> Oh, my word. Okay, here you go. Leave your cart in the middle of checking out to get something you forgot. Once you start hearing angry shouts from the customers who were standing behind you, wait another few minutes before returning. Laugh and tell them you forgot what you were looking for. Oh, oh talk about getting hit. Oh. You're going to get you're going to get hit. You may not even be able to leave the store. No, probably not. <laughs> It may be in an ambulance. Wow. One of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was so large that it had to be hauled from house to house via a horse-drawn carriage. Its giant hoses were popped through the windows of customers, and a gas-powered motor generated the suction that pulled pulled the dirt and debris into a glass container where onlookers could gawk at the volume of filth coming from their neighbors' <laughs> homes. <laughs> that is strange. Is that not strange? So, Makes me think of Dr. Seuss. So, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Horton ears a who. <laughs> so would you s- sweep it all into a pile and just wait and then for them? the hose comes and sucks up your pile I don't because you know. obviously can't drag the hose all around your house <laughs> you'd probably have to get it all ready yeah and i wonder if you pay for that service oh i i would assume mhm 
<laughs> Somebody's got to pay for the gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what you can do when you're in the grocery store and you have a lot of time? Oh. You could reor- reorganize the cereal aisle. Oh, no. Just change stuff around. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Love this. Love this loveless. Post your own buy one, get one free signs. Oh, oh, you should go to jail for that. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. See how many places you can find for a dozen fresh fish heads. Now, I don't get that. That's just So they're they're saying get the fish heads. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't do that. No, because they smell you coming in anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) yes. Yes. Beethoven could All still right. hear after going deaf. A little bit? Upon going deaf, Beethoven discovered that if he bit onto a metal pipe that connected to the piano he was playing, he could hear almost perfectly well. This process is called bone conduction. And while technology has evolved, the science is the same. Vibrations are transferred from the conductive metal into our bones. And when this happens, our ears pick up the signal with no sound distortion. Interesting, because I had a bone density test the other day. And while they were doing the testing, I could hear a radio station. And And I said, what is that? And they said, whatever they do in the test pulls in radio station wow and it's it happens all the time and it was pretty cool oh my gosh yeah so we kept and it was country music (laughs) which i like well good oh oh, okay wonder if it knew that (laughs) oh my gosh all right let's see hide your arms under your coat and ask the manager if the store is armless accessible that one's just wrong. That is really That's wrong. That's just wrong. Request a personal shopping assistant. Bring in a bag of exotic fruits not sold in that store, and then go try to buy them. <laughs> so, so you, you sneak them in, you put them in your car, you go up to the register. And you go up to the register, and you try to buy it, and they, 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 can't, they can't find it. <laughs> I just leave a small, expensive, easy to scan product in someone else's cart. <gasps> oh, oh, that's evil. <sighs> that is evil. Whoa. So good for a hidden camera show. Oh my God. So good. And that's when it's easier to do, I think, when you know that you're part of a show. Because if you know you're part of a show, you, then the you can say afterwards, yeah. you know. But if you're just you're just a person and you're doing it, you don't know <gasps> what kind of reaction you're going to get. Oh my god! You can try, but I'd have to have a friend with me. I can imagine. I just had an image of somebody putting a baby in somebody else's cart. <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? And <laughs> just walk away. And walk away. <laughs> but could you? <laughs> Either that or a dog or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Have you ever taken the wrong cart or someone taken your cart? Yes. Isn't that hysterical? That is very funny because when paged. you go to put something in it, and <laughs> yeah. it's like. Oh, yeah. And now you've got the cart and you're running around the store trying to find your own. the other person. <laughs> and then they have an announcement. Would the lady who bought the watermelon and the cocoa butter hand cream please report to the service desk? Oh, you do that well. 
I was very careful <laughs> as to what I said was in the cart. Yes, yes, because I maybe they would say things that you would not want them Others to say. To know. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, Saudi Arabia imports camels from Australia. <laughs> what? Saudi Arabia is known for its vast expanse of desert, so it may seem unbelievable that they rely on Australia to supply them with animals that dominate their landscape. Australia originally had camels imported to be used for transporting heavy loads or for riding. They were let loose when their work was done, causing an unwanted spike in their population. Australians then sold the camels back to desert-based countries <laughs> like Saudi Arabia, which use camels at a much higher volume. Doesn't make sense, does it? It's kind of stupid. It, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. It's like palm trees. Why? You know, palm trees are not indigenous to our country. They brought in palm trees from the islands and ah. planted them in Florida and everywhere else. That Well, where else would palm trees be? California. California, yeah, yeah, they're not. They don't. They don't naturally grow here. You have Wouldn't to plant them. Wouldn't they be them. in Texas too? Texas? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I've never been. Have I been to Texas? I don't know. I lived in Texas for Did seven years. Did they have years. palm trees? I think so. Maybe in southern Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so this here says this here this here. <laughs> Let me just tell you, this hair, you says to put pickles in the coffee grinder. Oh. That's nasty. That is gross. That ruins the machine. See, don't do all these things. You have to think to yourself, is this wise? Is this wise? Oh, yeah, there's some bad. I just crossed one out. This one's really bad, really bad. It says here to throw an empty bottle of aspirin all over the floor and then lie down next to it. Why? No, it says empty a bottle of aspirin all over the floor and lie down next to it. I have no idea. It doesn't say these are why. Getting, these are getting these are getting really bad. Why would you want to lay down beside an empty a, an aspirin empty, bottle? No, no, no. You pour the aspirin on the floor and then you lay down next to the aspirins. Oh, or aspirin, aspirin. I I have a an, a reaction to. That. So to, it would not be a good thing. Not be a good thing. Some of these are really funny, and some of them I would not do. Some of them are really I would not do. Like it says here, empty the bottles of V8 and then fill them with green Hawaiian punch. Threaten to call your uncle at the local newspaper about it. That's just nasty kind of stuff. That is not good. No. There's an entire town under a rock. An entire town underneath a rock. If you've ever been accused of living under a rock, <laughs> you'll feel right at home in Centenil de las Bodegas in Spain. Many of this tiny town's 3,000 residents live and work and play in a gorge beneath a huge rocky outcropping where homes are built right into the rock. It provides so much shelter that historians think this area has been occupied by human settlements since the Stone Age. I believe that. I believe that because I've seen the cave dwellers out west. Have you uh -huh. ever seen the cave no. dwellers? They, they did that. They built... Oh, the pueblos and the, stuff yep, like that? Yep, they built right into the rock, so they had a ledge over them. Mm -hmm. It was for mm -hmm. safety, and mm -hmm. they couldn't get attacked. But trying to get food and things down there, it was very, yeah. very, very tough. 
So I have to say, I really do like the one about trying to buy one grape. That is just, that's, that's funny. That's my, that's my, I that's can my see, favorite. I can see the guy at the register going, what? Yeah. I, I might do that, and if I do, I'll report, I'll report back. Okay. Yes, I will report back. Okay. A female ferret. Uh-huh. People have ferrets for pets. Yeah. If a female ferret does not have sex for a year, she'll die. What? She will die. So I think if you have a <clears throat> if you have a ferret, you need to make sure you have a boy and a girl. Or you have some little funny things laying around. Mm-hmm. Dead ferrets. No. That's <laughs> not what I meant. You meant you meant what did you mean? Like toys? It <clears throat> <clears throat> might be hard to see with beep, your beep, naked beep, eye. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> But everyone you pass by every day is literally glowing. The human body emits a small quantity of visible light, visible in the technical sense. The illumination is about a thousand times less intense than the levels of light we would be actually able to see. Researchers in Japan used a special camera to track this glow and found that it fluctuates during the day, with the body emitting its lowest levels of light around 10 a.m. and highest at around 4 p.m. That's your aura? It's because of your metabolism. I think they call it an aura. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. I've never seen it. Have you? You can't see it with the naked eye. You can't. But you know what you can see? What? You can see <laughs> a raisin dropped into a glass of fresh champagne. And if you put a raisin in a glass of fresh champagne, yeah. it will bounce up and down from the bottom to the top, from the bottom to the top, from the bottom to the top. The raisin will bounce. Bounce? Yeah. That's... I, I, so if you're ever out and someone has a glass of champagne and you just happen to have a raisin, <laughs> you can just drop it in their glass or your own and see if it bounces. That's kind of cool. Kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. It was? It is uh, let not. Let me guess. <laughs> it is not known whether William Morrison had an ulterior motive for inventing the soft <laughs> confection, but the dentist no doubt helped ensure others in his profession continued drawing in plenty of customers. In 1897, he partnered with candy maker John C. Wharton to develop the cotton candy machine, which was known as Flary Floss, and it's been bringing kids' cavities ever since. Flary Floss? Fairy Floss. Fairy Floss. Fairy Floss, like with wings and it's flossy. Flossy. I like cotton candy. I don't, I I don't need it. it a lot, but I like cotton candy. Yeah. So... Approximately 40,000 Americans, this is kind of sad, mm. approximately 40,000 Americans are injured each year by toilets. <laughs> 40,000 people are injured by a toilet. Now, I, let, let's, let's I, break this down. I had to laugh because we've <laughs> talked about this before. So how, let's just try to think of ways you could be injured by your toilet. Oh, I can already see it. <laughs> okay. So, Appendages. Uh, but, but only half the population. So how would you get injured? Seriously now. There's maybe one way, but another. how else would you get injured by a toilet? If fall you in? fell in it. 
And you got stuck. Sometimes if you have a husband who doesn't put the seat back down. You could get hurt. You, you oh, you would in. fall in because yeah. you wouldn't be yeah. looking to and, see. And, and maybe you're a little heavy and the thing kind of okay. collapses a little. Okay. Or, or, or it's not really strongly secured. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. So it could, you could drown. If you're about three inches long, <laughs> so let's say you're let's say someone's having a hangover, yeah, and they're sick uh-huh. and they're alone. <sighs> Maybe they could drown or almost drown. Trying to, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's just too funny. Dead silence. After Dead that. silence. Yeah, That's right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When we breathe in <laughs> and out of our nose during the day. One nostril does most of the work at a time, with the duties switching every several hours. This nasal cycle is dictated by the same autonomous nervous system that regulates heart rate, digestion, and other unconscious bodily functions. And when your nose gets stuffed up, it's usually only one nostril at a time. And I only have one nostril that works. (laughs) You told me that before. Yeah. So you... So what happens when you're one, the one that works decides to take a breather? No, oh. no pun, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant! Brilliant. So, so you have to breathe through your mouth. Yeah, that's because I do. Yeah, because you've got one that's broken. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> as long as we're talking about toilets, <laughs> most toilets flush in E flat. <laughs> You're kidding. So now everyone, when you flush your toilet, listen carefully. Got a tuna fork? And then see <laughs> and see if it's an E. What is an E? If it's flat, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How that's I, I don't know either. I'm pre- pretending that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing gum boosts concentration. Next time you're having trouble focusing, you might want to reach for a stick of gum. And they've they've they tested it and it works, but just don't not bubble gum, just chewing gum. Just chewing gum. Yep. Helps you to think. Mm-hmm. It also helps with heartburn. Can you not also just kind of move your mouth like you're chewing? Would that not do the same thing? Am I looking like I'm chewing? You are. Yeah. They do it with their tongue. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm chewing with my mouth open. Ow. Yeah. A bit. Hey, hey, this is good. This word is the longest word in the English language with all the letters in alphabetical order. Do you know the word? Hell no. Excuse no, me. It's not, that's not the word. That's not even a word. That's two words. <laughs> so it, it, it's a good thing that we're community radio. Okay. okay. So that word is the word almost. Almost? Almost. A-L-M-O-S-T. All the letters are in alphabetical order. And that's the longest word? It's the longest word in the English language with all the letters in alphabetical order. Huh. Almost. There's one you can talk about at the dinner table. Yeah. These are all cool things to talk about at the dinner table. Put your phones away. Have a basket. Everybody put the phone in a basket. Sit at the table. And you can even print this stuff off the internet and have it on the table and you can have some really cool dinner conversations mm-hmm, with your mm-hmm. with your your family or you friends. Can. Yeah. Mm. I had something that was funny, but I I don't have the second half of it, so I can't tell you. Want to make it up? 
No. Okay. <laughs> okay, this, I kind of, I don't know. The Greeks had it right with Prometheus, it says. According to Greek mythology, the Titan was punished by having an eagle eat his liver day after day. The liver would regrow at night, <laughs> leaving Prometheus at the bird's mercy. It turns out the regenerative properties of this story are partially true. Doctors have found that the liver can regrow in three weeks. Now, there's a lot of cases where people have liver problems. And I think part of your liver can be removed because the liver will grow back, I think. Why, can't, why do they have so many people dying of liver disease then? Maybe because there's nothing to save. Ooh. Maybe the whole liver. Yeah. And you can have a liver transplant. Yeah. But I think that is a myth because I don't think that someone's liver can get eaten every day. Well, of course that was a myth. <laughs> Just wanted to make that real, real clear. Oh very, very, very clear. Just wanted to make sure. I've got one you're not going to believe. What? Sean Connery wore a toupee in all of his James Bond movies. No. That's what it says here. It's number nine. He was so sexy. He very, very. But, of course, did you see him in Red October? I did. He was playing a Russian? Yes. With Scottish accent? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is that not funny when you watch these movies? Yeah. And and the accents are all over the place? And and, and, and you know and it's, it's... Yeah. It's just... It's, it's, yeah. Oh, oh, who was the guy that was on that show... Um, uh, Fantasy Island, th with the little guy that went de plane, de plane, boss, and it was that tall, that tall Latin Montauban. guy, Montalban. Montalban. He was Ricardo. in westerns. Yeah. He played Indian, an Indian. Uh huh. With his accent. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not hysterical? <laughs> okay, Kimosabe, here we go, baby. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Seriously? Okay. 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 True or false? True or false? Here it is. At U.S. President Andrew Jackson's funeral in 1845, his pet parrot had to be removed, true or false, or there are five red stripes in the United States flag. I'm going to be so embarrassed if this is wrong. I'm going to be so embarrassed. There are five stripes in the American flag. False. Oh, crud. But actually, it's true. Oh. But it's false. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because there's seven red stripes. But five is part of seven, so in a way. Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're trying to make me feel good. I'm, I am sat here drawing pictures of the flag, and I failed. I'm such a, I can't right, even believe right, it. Right, 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 so right. what was the parrot doing? At U.S. President Andrew Jackson's funeral in 1845, his pet parrot had to remove, be removed because he was swearing loudly. <laughs> go folks everybody's got a thing <laughs> oh. hey join us next time in WTBR 89.7 FM every Thursday at 834 and if it's a repeat don't get excited <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> The 
views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.